forever. Dog. Slave wait, wait, once that was the thing I thought of. Slave art. Wait, <laughs> Larry, you have to talk about your the antebellum it, cinematic experience. Yes, antebellum cinematic experience. Trademark yes. that because that's incredible, and that's yeah, that is what I'm going to describe <laughs> all slave movies moving forward. Yes, and I don't yeah. want to ever receive an appointment for a slave film. You have to say antebellum cinematic. Mm-hmm. Experience. The antebellum <laughs> cinematic experience. Ace, where you are being entertained, or I mean. This was pure entertainment. This uh, was not. This was, we didn't learn it. Like this yeah. wasn't moralizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, the, the thing is, it's tough because I mean we're going to talk about it, but I we might as well talk about it in this cold open a little bit, which is, um, whenever I see these kinds of movies, there, there is always white people around me, and uh, and I I can't help but like notice and look at how they are taking in the film and like the things that they are saying. And there was a white woman next to me who was like talking back to the film the whole time. Saying what? Just like saying things like, yes, girl. like hundred percent, hundred percent things like that. Um, Absolutely not. Call uh, the she literally one time, she literally one time said, amen. And I was like, no. you're, there's no way. Are you sure that there's wasn't no... in the movie? Cause a white woman in the movie said, said amen. amen. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was so funny. Was I was like, hilarious. she said it before that yeah. that woman said it in the movie. Yes, she said it. <laughs> and I was literally like, and then and then she also she was like, oh. and then like it's like <laughs> there was one time when they were where the slaves were like telling all their stories, and one of the men took off his shirt and there were scars on his back, and she just went, I can't believe it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> what you can't. I can't. I can't what an believe insane it. reaction to I slavery. Believe it. I can't believe that. I mean, like, I'm sorry, I can't believe it. And then it. the worst of it, and 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 I'm sorry, excuse me, parents for cursing, but I have to say what this person uh, said. There was a white man next to me who was watching it, and there was a moment in which Harriet has a gun and she throws it down, and he goes, "Dumb bitch," <gasps> and I was like. This is so real. I was like, I can't. I was like, I, the, what is happening? I almost said, I almost said something too. I almost said, did you just call Harriet Tubman a dumb bitch? I really wanted to say that, but I was just like, I don't want to get into a fight with whoever this dude so, is. So to be fair, I think I said that multiple times throughout the movie. So. It's not fair when it's this white dude. <laughs> Sitting next to yeah. a black dude watching the one movie about Harriet. <laughs> and if it's the part I think you're talking about, it's the end of the movie, right? Yeah. When she throws his gu- when she throws. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so he watched this whole movie. <laughs> and then in the last yeah. two minutes, he decided to be like. No, I'm not on board. I'm not on board with Harriet Tubman. (laughs) Also, like, you do know she lives, right? (laughs) I was just like, do you not know the end of this film? So annoying. Like, she's about to die right now. For them to try to have any tension in this film. We know how everything works out. It was so dumb. Yeah. And that dude was like, I was looking at his arms. He was pretty Harriet. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wow. He was pretty. Harriet, he said. Uh, <laughs> he was. <laughs> this is the cold open. <laughs> he was pretty Harriet, 
<laughs> and how does that apply to? I am not ashamed <laughs> of this terrible bit. I will stand by it. Okay. You didn't even try to sell it. You're just like Harriet. <laughs> not even. He was pretty hairy. It. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. I'm sorry I have to leave you. Do y'all remember the rest of it? You gotta sing it, dude. I'm sorry I have to leave you. And then you guys sing the, the next part. <laughs> couldn't remember. It's the only line from the movie I could remember. You it's couldn't remember any of the other of songs that, that she sang? <laughs> nope. That is the only when line. When Pharaoh was in Egypt's Yeah, but land. you never saw her singing that. She was always hidden. <laughs> that's not that's not true. You definitely saw her. You never saw once. her sing it. She was always she, hidden. You saw it when she sang it to else. her mom. Okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was his line. That's it. That's, what, that's um, the only thing from the movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um I would say we need Jara, but luckily we have two <laughs> 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 Two guests. My name is John the Braylock. And my name. Is James the third? See the bits back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> uh, we're being disrespectful on a, on a movie that we've waited for for a very long time. We did. We did. I'm we gonna do the did. drums. All right. <laughs> on behalf of Jara, introducing our special guest. God damn it. Can I, no, I need to do it. You, I'm going to do it. All right, here we no, go. No, I got to do no, it for Gerard. That's terrible. Here we go. Anybody can do that. <laughs> All right, Corin Wells is here. Hi. La Larry Owens is here. Oh, yeah, I'm by. <laughs> yes. Um, people won't meant to own people. That's the that line. Oh, yes. There we go. That's, 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 a, line that one. that's a great line. Yeah. People won't meant to yeah. own people. Yes. Anytime Jennifer Nettles said, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Keep your hand on the plow. And then they close up oh, Jennifer yeah. Nettles. Keep your heart. <laughs> Keep your hand on the plow. Oh, man. To uh, open the film. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Corin, uh, an extraordinary improviser, comedian, character actor, sketch writer, sketch director. It just keeps going. And I'm still poor. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, happy to be still here. Still waiting for them paychecks <laughs> to come in. Uh, <laughs> uh, fellow UCB performer as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you've seen her on Chris Gethard's show. Uh, I was wearing a mask, <laughs> but you but behind the mask. Yeah, you were credited the on the Chris Gethard yes, show. That is on my IMDb page. So <laughs> I book. I book. <laughs> she book. She book. Okay, you see our Comedy Central Digital, 
Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yes. Okay. This is CCD, accurate. You this know what I mean? Somehow. CCD. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know how they pay, so <laughs> you are still waiting for some paychecks. <laughs> yeah, have they paid um, you yet? Well, yeah, they did. <laughs> okay, they did. that's they did. good. I'm yeah. still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. Uh, that's true, yo. <laughs> Yo, them checks be mad late. <laughs> them checks be mad late. We don't work for them anymore, so we can make fun. Let's we can drag spend 30 them. more minutes talking about it. <laughs> you get it when you get it. You know. Uh, Larry Owens is also here. And a, yes. Another comedian extraordinaire, also musical theater actor of critical acclaim, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strange wow. Loop. Oh, of critical. course. Uh, what? I just said critical. You just. <laughs> critical. 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 fellow podcast host as well yes larry you introduced your podcast so good i can't yeah it's really great oh yeah it's called what makes you sing with larry owens it's on forever dog it's a comedy (laughs) podcast about music um Listen, you guys are going to, if if you're not on our Patreon, go subscribe to that because uh, Larry just brought the fire on a the fire. incredible episode. Truly um, tears and laughter. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I I was could. here for the last five minutes. Truly inspiring and beautiful. <laughs> inspiring. There was song there <laughs> were tears. It's everything you want in a podcast. Um, you sing Larry Owens on Comedy Central Digital as well. Yeah, CCD. Still waiting on them checks? Are you still waiting on those checks? <laughs> no, they, they slid it through. Okay, slid okay, it through. okay, okay. Something wrong with mine then, though. <laughs> you gotta check, check your... Um, Guess something up with mine. Check your account number. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe they deposited direct. Um, I just missed it. We are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race That's and diversity right. in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about race. And today we are reviewing the new film, Harriet. Harriet Tubman. Way in the water. Way in the water, children. Wait. You were so close to the mic. <laughs> Your mouth is all <laughs> Your mouth is burning the water. Okay. Boiling the watts. Um all right. Cynthia Ervio. How do you spell Arivo. Cynthia Arivo, who's also a musical theater yeah. actress, yes. was I saw her in the color purple. I saw her in the Tony Awards performance of the color purple. Corinne? I haven't seen her. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her. I saw her on um, Colbert when she did the interview. Did you see? You didn't see that movie, um, uh, the hotel, uh, uh, Royale. Royale, Battle Royale. Oh no, Casino. I haven't. Bad times at the Camino. Bad times at the Camino Royale. Okay, Camino Royale. El Royale, Camino Royale. She's in that. I didn't she see is, that. She is. She yeah. is. She's in that. Uh, she was also in Widows. Did you see that? Oh, I saw no, that. No, okay. I didn't. She was in that. What? Yeah. She's <laughs> one of the main characters. She's one of the main characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My memory is definitely going. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Violet Davis. There's like four. There's only four of them. <laughs> I With remember Violet Davis, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Oh, no. In a relationship, which yeah. is uh, that's, strange. Uh, that was yeah. Was there anyone she, else in the movie? Yes. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, oh yeah. And yes, and then Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, those are the those wow, were the four. Okay. Elizabeth Devicki, Michelle Great. Rodriguez. And Wild that's Davis the movie we're talking about today. Today. That's the movie we're talking about today. Um, 
uh, sorry, the director of this film was it's a woman, uh, Casey Lemons, a black Cassie woman. Lemons. Cassie Lemons. Sorry, excuse me. Yes. Um, <laughs> see, this is why it's we. I need Larry just to be. <laughs> we wouldn't yeah, know any of this here yeah. just for he, pronunciation purposes. pronunciations. I read off of IMDb. We get a lot of hate for our pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't look it up, and it is our fault. We should be looking it up. It is. It is our fault to mitigate hate. I think that adds to the charm of the podcast. Definitely. You know, people do describe us as uh, it's like when I go see my movie movie with my friends and we talk about it after. We don't know the pronunciation or the name of actors. Somebody said, do you do research for your podcast? And I said, I look up IMDb and Wikipedia. Does that count? In the moment. It really shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I, have, even, I don't even I don't have remember it. I right have now. it and I, I put yeah. it up and then I have yeah. to like do that little thing on your phone where you're trying to go from uh, window to window and it's really hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> the ghetto. Um, the thing is, Harriet... Um, it, it, it So the movie has mixed reviews, but it's still overall positive. It's 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is 97%, which is very high. That's Some say, some would say too high. <laughs> <laughs> some would say shocking. Yeah. Even. Um, but I think the thing about this movie, the, the reality is the box office is not the greatest, right? It made 50, it's, it's made $15 million domestically so far. Um, it just came out last weekend, so it's not doing great. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much it made. The box office mojo doesn't say it sometimes, um, but um, I would imagine they put a good amount of money into the film. Not maybe not a crazy amount, but I feel like this movie is probably twenty thirty million dollars, right in that range. Yeah. Uh, it feels like an Oscar play, which is you know when obviously. Movies usually are, Um, but uh, it um, it is a movie that was awaited, and then came, and then when it came out, it came out to very little fanfare. Uh, probably because the wait was a little too long. So this movie is coming out in 2019. There has never been a Harriet Tubman, uh, you know, movie made for major theaters i don't know if there was ever a tv one i, I think there was with cecily tyson okay great oh, wow. yeah um a woman named moses i think is what it got Ooh, it great called. so then i figured good. that there then would I'm be glad this is there would be like a tv movie made but that's still not you know what i mean like um and there of course is underground you know where harriet tubman is a character a, a main a major mm. character on the of that show, show underground mm-hmm. But no theatrical uh, release of a Harriet Tubman narrative, right. no. which some would say in the great history of um, what I call antebellum cinematic experiences <laughs> or sleigh flicks is an yeah. oversight. Right. But you're like, it's it's like it's too it's overdue. It's like it's, it's, over, it's, it's yeah. like it's too it's so overdue <laughs> that by the time it came out, people are like, I'm over it. It's yeah. past due. It's past due. Oh. It's like I've seen slave movies and I'm done. Yeah. And yes, we needed a Harriet Tubman movie. But by the time that this came out. There was no excitement over it, and you know you could blame that off on the nigga the, from the Birth of actual... Nation. That's who we blame it on because <laughs> we was we actually was we was rocking with we was fucking That's with true. antebellum cinematics for <laughs> decades, yeah. and then literally we would have to go and sweep. That we're going to show up with the slave film at the mm-hmm. Oscars and, right. and knock them, and then they said, "Nah, nigga, you can't do that." Right. And ever since then, bad taste in our mouth. Yeah. We don't want none of it. Yeah. That's real. We wow. love having y'all remember this shit. Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Which yeah. we did review on this podcast. Yeah. We did. Because um, when Birth of a Nation was announced, it was huge. Yeah. 
because it was in the midst of Oscar So White, I think, do part deuce. Uh, like there is, you know, Oscar So White two times in a row. Remember that? And then we had one little blip and then it went right back. And then it went and pretty much went right yeah. back. I mean, you get the you get the one. Oh, like, the one, yeah. the one where it was a, like a, a seemingly mistake. Are yes. you kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was so undignified. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but um, so, yeah, that I don't know. I don't need to say anything else about this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, C- Cynthia is is uh, British. If people don't know that, which I mm-hmm. has played into some narratives of this film. Um, but let's just go into initial thoughts. Let's go into it. Right? We just got to. We got to start. Do you want to start, Corinne? Yeah, I thought it was bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought it was right. a gonna come bad out right and say it. movie. Right um, yeah, I like I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt, much like it like you as as a as a black creator, like you want to support stuff made by black people, especially black women. But then like it, it when it's bad, you feel bad and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. When it is bad, you do feel bad and you're like, no. <laughs> you're like, no. Um I no. I thought the acting was fine. I thought the uh cinematography was okay Uh, like the the flashbacks were hokey and weird or like her visions were hokey and weird yeah thank thank you the word i was looking for was bad um (laughs) and like i don't like there were there were some shots where i was like what is this set it was like it was almost like, and I know this isn't the first movie that Casey has directed, but there were some moments where I was just like, where the hell are we on this goddamn plantation? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to be looking at? Philadelphia looks crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, And just like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I thought it was just not a good movie. Yes. Um, very subpar, subpar. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go real quick. Cause I'm not, I don't know what you guys are going to say, but I mm-hmm. know it. I'm pretty sure what Larry's going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I think this movie is, is f- good. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. uh, is that what you think? Okay. Uh-huh. I think it's like, you got a question. like you got a question about how you feel about it. I think it was, I think it was good. Fine. I think it was fine. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a, like it was an average movie. Mm-hmm. It's just that I want this movie to be more than average. Yes. Um, and I thought the acting was good, um, but I wanted it to be Oscar-winning performances, mm-hmm. right? Um, it felt like a movie, and I've said this maybe too many times now, but it did. It felt like a throwback movie. Like it felt like a movie that we were making the nineties or yeah. like it almost felt like glory um, in this weird way. Yeah. yeah. Like it was like the score, especially the score, the score yeah. was so old school. Like I was just like, ah, yeah. we, do, we don't do these kinds of movies anymore. Like we don't there, we don't romanticize the past and have these like, I don't know. It's just like a little bit melodramatic, like sometimes. And, um, it's a, it's an old school feel for a it just makes me feel like you're all playing pretend a bit. Yeah. Now there were some people I thought that really stood out to me in this film. Um specifically actually that guy uh who was 
hunting her at first and then just and then like oh, change his side a, a pre-op michael jackson Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pre-op just, Michael Jackson. I just pulled him up. Henry also Hunter known as yes, Cassie Lemon's son. Oh, really? No way. Uh, yes. I thought he did a great job. He was I, great. Fine he actor. Popped off the yeah. screen for me in this way. That was like, who's this guy? And he and he's playing a part that like you know it's not it's not a huge part. And yeah. I, he left him a real impression with me. It's a sizable role. It is a sizable role. And mm-hmm. mom set up those shots really nicely she for did. him. Um, yeah. There were everybody for out. no one else. <laughs> for no one else. She said, my baby about to be a star. That is my true. baby. This movie's called Harry Tubman. No, it's and not. also and now, sorry, while I'm interjecting yeah. with Family Tree, um, the right reverend uh, uh, is her husband as well, Vondi Curtis Hall. Uh, Got it. Yeah, and he's an he's an established oh, actor. Yeah. I see yes. him in this. I I thought he did a I thought he did a really good job. Family affair. I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, Janelle Monet was I I liked her in this I I don't know if, if you guys liked her I liked her in this I, I lo- thought it was good casting I love Janelle yeah, Monet I this. thought she was like this was like this is the part she should play yeah. in this movie yeah oh, it made sense my it, God. her her you death just, scene was no, brutal. I oh wait, okay. Well, so we're already here. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just giving it over. I'm just giving it my <laughs> initial over, thought. Over. Yeah, my initial, overall okay, thoughts. Oh. Yeah. We don't have to go there. We don't have to go. <laughs> I'm there. like, wait. When we don't have, we won't talk about that yeah. yet. I just say you could talk about it in your initial thoughts. I was just saying, like, what my the things that the things that popped for me when in the she film. died at the hands of a black man. The only I'm sorry, per- the foot at, of a black man. At the only murder <laughs> to you. be seen yeah. on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the only murder to be seen on screen? Cut to act Well, his murder was seen on screen, too. Oh, yeah. He hung it. No. And then shot in the face. And then at the end when she absolves her master. Okay. Uh, Sorry. I I had to get in there. That's true. That's true. But Janelle Monae honestly built built for these Paul Taswell gowns. Uh, Her in a costume. Like, like black people don't get to, like, be in costume shit and yeah. like yeah. Uh, like we should be yeah. wearing the bustles fuck it I yeah. and, and she looked I amazing in her fucking bustle <laughs> she did yeah fuck uh, how gorgeous and that, her hair her updos and bougie oh yes, my so god bougie. great so a free woman um a free woman yeah she was born um, free she was born free um and what else am I, what else do i need to say though it just was. It, it there were moments in the film where I was a little bit inspired, but for the most you part, were? there were moments. But oh. for the most part, it felt like color. It felt like color by numbers. It felt like very milk toast. It was very. Yeah. We're doing the Harriet story here. It is, and I was just like, okay, how do you make a film about the like? Really, at the end of this movie, I was like, this is maybe the most amazing woman in history yeah. like or a person in history like it's just like you have a person who overcame so much and was a leader just of just a, a complete leader of, of 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 a whole resistance movement like one of the greatest things that we've ever seen in this country and I don't feel truly inspired at the end of the film. How is that possible? Yeah. I, I just don't know. Like, I, you gotta, it, it's like, so, you know. It's so much missed opportunity. It just, that's what it felt like. And I, and it really wasn't, it wasn't bad. It didn't add up. But it just didn't, I was like, ah, oh, come like that's, on. That's, that's not the antebellum movie we need in Trump's America. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if we're going to make a movie... 
about a strong black woman who is real than like <laughs> deliver. Um, so yeah, that's my, yeah. I guess that was more negative than I wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> but why, why you really, or is and it for I, variety? You yeah. want to like have a different point of view? You wanted support. For variety and I, cause I, for posterity's sake, you don't want, you know, when people look back. Cause I don't want, no, here's the thing. I just, I, I want to acknowledge that it wasn't like people did a trash job. Yeah. True, you know what I true. mean? Yeah. Okay. Like it wasn't trash. Like, cause there are films that they put up and then I'm just like, this is a trash movie. And why did you even attempt to make this? Yeah. This movie wasn't that. It was just like, it felt safe. I guess that's the, that's, that's yeah. yeah. Safe is a great yeah. word. You know, that's a very good it, word It felt for safe. It. Um, yeah. I think I get more angry at safe yeah. than I do at trash. And I, and I, I, I agree. It's like you get more angry at the films that you think have more potential. Like they have the potential to be great and they're okay. Mm -hmm. As opposed to movies that you're like, that was always going to be trash. Like yeah. that script yeah. was garbage. You know what I mean? Like the people who were involved in this were not that great. Like the actors weren't good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So a yeah, lot of I things were bubbling up for me as I was listening to we, everybody. Yeah. We're giving Larry the end of Talk. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, the, he, he's the, our closer. But the thing, the thing, the thing that came up for me was, um, I think, I think I'm in line with what you just said, Bray. Of like, it was safe. I think that the movie was fine, but it bothered me to no end. Mm. And I have been when people ask me how it was, I say it's bad. I tell them it's not a good movie. I tell them it's not worth going to go see. I want to say real quick, shout out to Arya Brooks. She's uh, the little girl at the at the end who Harriet saves and who pulls up the gun to the Ooh. kid. Anyway, she's one of the cast members of all she that. Is and great. I saw it with her and it was great. So I just want to say that. She had great moments. She, she I, dropped the thing. When, when, when the mom smacked the tea tray out of her hand and she was just like shocked and then had to quietly go back because she's... <laughs> She doesn't want to get beat. Like yeah. I was just like, damn, that's great. Star, she can yeah. act. Star yeah. it was very. It was very lovely. Um, so I will say say that to to get that out of the way. I I I had a, I had such a bad time. Um, Aww. I felt like I felt like why 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 is it in a movie about Harriet Tubman? Do I feel like I never felt like she had to overcome anything? I never felt like anything was hard. <sighs> that's crazy. I never felt like anything was was tough. They they when. Harriet Tubman accomplished some of the most amazing things that have ever happened and they breeze by it. When they say you just miraculously made it up to Philadelphia by yourself, it really feels like we we like sneeze and she's she she gets she's there. For, there and there's no they they completely go over like the reverend doesn't say like you expect you when she goes up to the reverend you expect it to be like okay so I'm gonna put you down here in this in in uh, underneath the, the floorboards and then what's gonna happen is about two miles up this you think he's about to like start to explain like the intricacies like we think we're about to get into it but they don't they, fear is your enemy <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like, that's all it is that's all it is over like shots Damn. of her running at, at night platitudes uh, not even from the Bible, like super frustrating. <laughs> and then Larry said the thing about the first, the first on-screen death that we, the only on-screen death that we see for a while is at the hands of a black, a black woman at the hands of a black man. It made me Created so character. mad that the first person that we see Harriet pull the gun up to 
It's just other black people. It's the they are like running away, and the first person she's given the she gun. She held the gun behind her, but she never pulled it. She up. She never, to. of course, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we and then we see her pull it up face to face with her family. Like, you better come with me. And it's like, what? I, even if that is what happened, I guess. Wait, no. <laughs> is it? Yes, yes. Either we're gonna, it's like die or be free. So, okay. so, but this is only in the middle of an excursion. Like, if she's on on the route, like she carried a shotgun because people would threaten to, you know, undermine the the railroad, right? And you, and she used that gun, and, and it's and right, and it felt like this is important. I need to see this happen, but it was incredibly frustrating. <laughs> And that, yeah, and that's how I felt about a lot of it. It's just like, the, it's like the real stuff was undertreated, and then the fake stuff was yeah. blown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was the 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 battle. Sorry, I'm catching. I know, just just uh, th- they always do this. It it really bothered me. And paint by numbers, I think, also hit the nail on the head. I left, and I was like, this is such a paint by numbers movie. Um, and she, there were no moments that felt like big like oscar moments and we kind of said this briefly on the on the patreon but i just want to say it for this it's like i really feel like it was everyone involved that failed this i don't i don't put it on cynthia i don't put it on the actor she was with i don't put it on the director i don't put it on the screenwriter i don't put it on the editor i put it on everybody that they made this like bland movie about this incredibly interesting person um uh so yeah and 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 it had a lot writing on it like it took so long for this movie to be made so i of course went in expecting it to be this great movie about harriet tubman and it ended up not being that and i think that it did have that against it i guess you know to be fair it had the fact that it was the first uh uh wide released film about harriet tubman um against it but it didn't live up to it for me yeah larry <sighs> so I'll, I'll begin like on Chopped. I'll, I'll begin with a compliment. So this is definitely an antebellum cinematic experience that if I were a kid, I could have watched. Yeah. As, like I couldn't watch a lot of slave narratives because those were my true horror films because yeah. the enemy and like the monster in that movie is time. It's like, what if I just woke up? Like I was I always thought I was gonna close my eyes and go to sleep after right. watching a slave film and wake up and be on a plantation and uh. just like yeah. In like a Twilight Zone, but this was like not, this was not brutality for brutality's sake, and and the director never went there, which I really applaud mm-hmm. because like I I do applaud. I really want to like point that out. There so many slave movies like they have, you have like so many scenes just like a person getting whipped or beat or raped, and like we didn't show that. We showed scars. You know what I mean. We show we we had the one death at the hands of another black person but like the brutality of slavery was very heavily implied but not yeah. like on-screen visceral reaction which i appreciate it i appreciate I, it because so it, if you need to see brutality of a black actors as slaves in order for to engender any feelings of like a narrative of slavery at this point in time culturally then like you're lost. Yeah, you're yeah. lost, and this movie will never really yeah. affect you. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, so that I don't... white woman couldn't believe it. So. <laughs> I, I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe it. And so, so I, so I do commend them for like not doing that. I just have this thing now where I, 
I can, um, I immediately, I can hear a white writer. I can immediately hear it. And so I, this, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the guy who had the original idea. Is he white? I know Cassie's a black director. Oh, this is a and, good and writer, but. I feel that he's a white person because he tried to get the script made for years with the conceit of Harry Tubman as an action hero, which is like yeah. great. And like, and then it was his wasn't name until- is Gregory Allen Howard. Let's, I gotta find just a get a Google image on him. He's done. He's done. Uh, he wrote for Remember the Titans, Ali. Okay, he might be black. Let's see. He loves a biopic. He does huh? love a biopic. He loves a biopic. Uh, but continue. I'll, I'll... Yeah, but I could be wrong, so I don't want to end this <laughs> without, without knowing if he's white or not. Fair, um, fair enough. Yeah. Do, do we have? No, he is black. He's he black. is black. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Anyway, so I'll just talk about the superhero conceit. So like that mm-hmm. was like my major disappointment in this, and the only reason why I like am really let down by it was because like in Jordan Peele's America, when you say we're doing action hero Harriet Tubman, like and as a woman who who like had a spirituality, who had who had like access. Yeah to like you said the flashbacks should have been dope yeah. or like the visions their prophecies sh- yeah should they could have like she on just, camera like, they just put a filter like an instagram filter on that shit Hefe. <laughs> yes i think it was Hefe. they literally did hefe on top <laughs> <Yeah>. of, their, <laughs> of, of, this, of when god is communicating to her yeah. which is such a missed opportunity just on cinema and like i'm not a cinema bitch i'm a theatrical mm-hmm. bitch but like i know that you just want to show things right and so what why don't why weren't we shown her being shown Shown, yeah. If that's the crux of the film. And the action adventure never slapped when she jumped off the bridge. It was anticlimactic. It was. That's that is, happened. That was. Oh, and that was supposed to be the scene. That was. That's that the trailer the scene. scene. That's the trailer scene. Where she How do they. You know and what? then we don't follow her underwater. Actually for them to didn't. cut. For them. For her to jump off the oh. bridge in a danger scene. And for them to not cut to her underwater. They could get a GoPro. It's, yes. And it goes off what you're saying, James, about like. There was no follow through. There were all of these. Uh, like I don't. I don't know what story they wanted to tell. They wanted to tell a story of, of Harriet Tubman as a perfect princess. This, this felt more like a Cinderella story it than it a, did. It, it was felt, strong black woman. It was yeah. very like just I'm a strong black woman. Yeah, and, and my I notes disagree. You don't. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Please. Um, because like I don't. I feel like this movie did not pass the Bechdel test. It didn't. It didn't. That yeah. was the thought I had when the, when the movie was done. I was like, did that movie not pass the Bechdel test? Why? Because Harriet, Harriet and Janelle Monae. Yeah, spoke, I think were... every time they talked, it was about a man. At, uh, the their first conversation, and I felt like that was the moment that my heart sank into my vagina and died. Where she was like, "So you got a man?" And I was like, "Oh come on, dude! Like we who." fucking cares that was so and like to, to, to make that to make her husband and I, I don't know if this is historically accurate or not but to make her husband the the main reason for her to go back made me so angry <laughs> it made me want to rip my face off like like her whole family was there like her sister was there like and oh god ugh, it was just very frustrating and then their whole conversation like when she found out that he remarried like it's like okay we do want to see a vulnerability in her but this is not the vulnerability i think we need i don't think it's the is that the only time we see her cry yes like cry, cry, yes. To this same end, Does she and cry I, when her sister oh. passes. I forgot. We don't. It, we don't get to. We don't, we don't, get get to, we don't spend yeah. time with. We with go her. straight to the abolitionists. I also felt like we didn't 
get to know Harriet in the movie. Yeah. So I felt like I felt like the the scenes when she did talk, she was saying one of two things, which was like, or three things, like I want to be free. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my family, and God talks to me. Yes. And that was it. That's it. I don't think she said anything anything else like about how she feels about like she didn't even like talk about her journey like i want to see her like fight off some timber wolves you know what i mean thank thank just a timber wolf scene just a timber i mean we gotta have it we (laughs) gotta have a timber timber wolf scene she had a knife and a gun she had a knife at one point and she she had a gun in her fictionalized fictionalized something then that's what you want to see fictionalized that because it's always fictionalized whenever they tell these they here's the thing this is the thing we talked about before the based on the true stories it's like I've heard people use the defense of, well, it's based on a true story. And I'm like, you don't get it. They always make stuff up. And the thing yeah. is, <laughs> the thing is, the thing that we are mad at usually is the stuff is a thing that they made up. It's not even a thing that's true. And like, and if they can make up stuff, they're like, well, we need to, we do need to make up stuff for the narrative, like the cinematic retelling of a story. Then it's like, cool, then make up stuff that's cooler. Yeah. Like make up stuff that is more, you know, that promotes who this person is more yeah. than just like whatever I want I want to see her like encounter like any natives that are left and like talk to them about like what they're going through in this whole stupid country and I want her I would like I want how does she eat how does she eat she lost all her bread in the water well she said she didn't eat for days when she first when she first uh, got there which was like she was just going off of willpower or whatever. But the thing is, we didn't see it. I wanted really. this to be the black woman's revenant. That's what <laughs> yeah. I wanted. Yes. Well, that that would have been. It literally could have been. And like, and from Cynthia, like I was just seeing a safe performance. I wasn't yeah. seeing. So like, I like this. If they wanted this to be Oscar-y, like there are just some easy things you can do. Like yeah. you're playing a slave. Like I know that they were trying to sell us this, like you know, body positive, like. Harriet is is sexy and like beautiful thing, but the truth is they had no makeup. She was on the plantation, and then mm-hmm. she was in the woods. And then the one scene where they like tried it, where they gave her oh the they gave her the wig, <laughs> and the, she just stumbled in Philadelphia looking haggard. Her titty was out, so like mm-hmm. it was still an insistence on like being beautiful mm-hmm. inside of it, and I just couldn't help but be distracted yeah. by that. And wow, every yeah. I'm so I'm looking I'm trying to like look up some of like the real facts of the thing. Mm-hmm. She actually when she first left, she left with two of her brothers initially, but they halfway through turned back because they were afraid they were going to get caught. What a great story. Yes, because then and then, and and then I get her pulling the gun like <sighs> What a great! I'm habit. so upset. All right, all right. Let's start. Let's start going through this film. I'm so upset. Yeah. Let's start going through it, just yeah. beat by beat, because we don't have too too much time. But uh, so so we have uh, the first the first uh, it, it, the first thing we see is is them like talking about the husband and and trying to get them free. Right? Is there something before this? I don't remember. They're 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 having church. Yeah, the yeah church. Right, right, right. Church, church is dead. Church is a, died, honey. Churches, churches, churches. Yeah, it opens on the church and it opens on that that verse of uh, keep your hand yeah. on the plow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hand on the plow is the song that they're singing, and then he's like, master. He's like, I'm reading to you from Colossians. Mass, you know, slaves obey your masters and blah blah, which is in the Bible. Uh, there is a verse like that in the Bible. Um, and 
And it and it's very commonly used, and it was very commonly used at that time to keep slaves in check, uh, because there are many other verses in the Bible that talk, that are anti-slavery and talk about, and obviously the entire story of the Israelites, which is why yeah. they adopt this Moses Pharaoh kind of narrative. Um, and so, and that's a great scene because it shows like, okay, we don't trust this reverend dude, right? Mm-hmm. And then later on, we learn that he that's like an act. Um, and then they go up to the master and they're like, hey. Uh, so actually we're supposed to be free. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but, uh, we got a, we hired a lawyer, which I love. Cause he was like, I was like, damn, this is like this. Is, but this is the thing that black people were doing this. Strong yeah. start. There the were, mm-hmm. there yeah. were black, there were, and like, they never talk about this in the anti- antebellum cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> they never talk about this. There were freed, there were freed blacks, not just in the North, but also in the South. They used to have, um, they it, it wasn't always that slavery was per, in in like in perpetuity. There were things where people wrote into their wills like after my death this person will be free, or after yeah. that age this person or this person's children will be born free. And what happened was because Southerners like had no money, like they would just renege on all of these legal documents. They would break the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the these terrible laws that they created they would even break those laws and they would not l- release people to f- for freedom and it was a law that you as a black person cannot go um to court and testify against a white person so there's nothing you can do about it yeah um so even though they had the papers what happened was he shows them the paper and the guy just rips it up and what are you gonna do there's literally nothing you can do about it because yeah. they're not gonna nobody cares you can't bring it to court because you can't testify against a white person mm-hmm. so no that. iCloud. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is like very, from the I was like, oh, they're, they're bringing in some history here that people probably don't know about, yeah. which is cool. And then Harriet goes off and uh, uh, I mean, we see her like pray for her master's death. Master's, of, death. Yeah. master's yeah. death. And then he dies. And then he dies. And then he dies. Which was my first red flag. It <laughs> <laughs> was like a media. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, they're wrapping. They're yeah. going. They're going through yeah. this quick. And to your point. We don't learn. It's like we have that prayer and it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. but we don't we're not learning much about Harry. We do have like a nice scene between her and the husband, mm-hmm. um, which 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 was lovely, I thought. But like we're not learning much about her Mm-mm. apart from her marriage. Yeah, because um, a lot of what we learn about her, we don't learn. Until she's talking to Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, after she's free. Yeah. yeah. And it's and we and we learn it. As her telling her story to him and him translating it to whatever his notes are going to be. And but then but then even after that, it's not explored much more. Yeah. Either. Like why? Like and I don't know. I I mean, I will say sometimes it's easy to like sit back and go, they should have done this. They should have done that. But do you think we should have seen Harriet before this moment? Like right before she's about to go f- like is there something to actually seeing her as a child or or any of that stuff or seeing a little taste I of- think seeing seeing the 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 moment that was described where she steps in front of her master throwing something at his son mm-hmm. and like her going into like a concussion like right. a coma 
like because she got that scar. Um, I think that would have been an amazing plot device to see at the beginning of the movie. Right. To like establish like she was always like this. Yeah. Like this is a uh, just a snapshot of who this woman it was. Yeah. And also this is like where her clairvoyance comes from. Right. This is her origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. It it is for her personally. Yeah. And like and this is in line with that like they should have done this they should have done that thing but like remove this element of does she love her master? Oh my and 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 show show her praying for his death. You know praying for whatever it was that she said she was really praying for. Show that and then have us watch this guy think she loves him like but we know where she's coming from oh you're talking about the 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 dude the bo- the boy the, the, the young, the young, young dude guy. who ends up taking over yeah um, okay i need somebody to explain this this whole storyline and relationship and what we were supposed to feel because i truly i wasn't i just never got it i don't think the writers got it yeah like i don't i think they wanted because if to me it felt like they were trying to make it one thing where it was like these two have this very strange love for each other that doesn't make sense um but then or at least that he has a love for her yeah but like i mean just based on based on like what they tried to set up like her praying for him, even though she, that's what he said. Yeah. And then, um, her stepping in front of him getting hit with this thing. Like they were trying to set up like, yeah, she might actually care about him, which is psychotic to try to sell to anyone. And I think they, 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 I bet you in like an earlier draft, their relationship was more, I bet. And they were like, "Mm, that's not going to fly. Yeah. Because here, this is what I was. This is what I was taking from it, um, but it didn't. It didn't make any sense. What I was taking from it was that this guy, because she was like, because his parents were terrible to him, and she stood up from for him, just out of just like being a basic human being and like not wanting to see a child get beat, like you know, even a even a racist little white. It's like you're still. This is still a child, and it's like you have that. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I want to be protective of of children because there, there is some innocence attached to them. Like, yeah. Before they're ruined, but now this dude is a man. He has this warped thing in his mind. Like he loves her because this was the only person in his life. Nancy, you know what Minty. I mean. But <laughs> here's the thing. For sure, all of this was. All of this storyline was made up. Was, like, yeah. there's no way that this was written weak. in the dialogues of history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this was all made up. So it was like, and I guess like we we need a villain, but do we? I guess I don't know. It's like he was the villain of the movie, but he he was never built up enough that I ever felt any real fear from him. And I just felt like he's just this petulant child who like doesn't understand yeah. anything. And has this weird obsession with her that that is not that she has no real weird obsession with him. She doesn't care about him. She doesn't she's not afraid of him like she he is nothing to her. But we're focusing so much time on him. I feel like we are at a place where we still have to 
put a white face on screen like every certain amount of minutes like like just structurally because i don't know what the advantage of having this like slavery is enough of a tension builder like freedom or no freedom is so intense to me of a notion as a writer as an actor as an audience member that like like a self-contained world, a revenant style self-contained world of a of an actor journeying through the woods with or without people, against the elements, yeah. repeatedly, like in and out of socialization, in and out of civilization, is unctuous enough. And if you make that dangerous and sexy on its own, yeah. like they tried to put her whole story into two hours, and it's like, no, you well, can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- and 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 that's <laughs> for sure, for sure, which is. But the thing is, like, okay, you're going to make a movie. You you make biopics about people, and you can't you can't fit people's entire lives into one movie. But my thing is, literally to Larry's point, like when we by the time we get to her running away, which is fairly quickly in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Fairly quickly, which I'm okay with. If you're just like, we just want to get to the, we, we just want to get to her being, yeah. you know, we get the to most quickly, famous conductor. We get to it quickly, but then it takes a while for it to actually start. Well, and, and this is because it's there's no I don't know why it's like even with things where you know what's going to happen, there's still inherent danger and tension in that stuff. But for some reason, this movie, there just wasn't like even when she decides to run away, we as an audience know that they're looking for her. But she's already decided to run away and they're already looking for her in the in the middle of the day. We have a guy like literally like right on her tail like it before she's even packed her bags and i was just like so like it because it was so fake i i i didn't feel i was like well i mean obviously he's not gonna find her because this movie needs to stop but i also was just like but i also was just like i don't so i don't believe that this even happened and then it it had it brings up those questions like why aren't they going, like, if they're looking for her, why aren't they going to her freaking shack? Like, why wouldn't they go to the church? Like, what? what's, what, there There and, aren't that many places that you would think she would hide. So why are they so far behind her? And the, I feel like what was hard about it, probably for the filmmakers, was like, the answer to that question is hard to write. Like, it's hard to write that. Like, why don't they just go to these places? Wouldn't they just go there? Okay, fine. You write the scene where they go there, right? <laughs> But then wouldn't they just find her? So how do you write the the people having the integrity to stop them? Or how do you write like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, yeah, I hear I think the thing my thing, my thing was like they try to introduce tension at a time where it wasn't we weren't ready for the tension yet because there was no plan to go awry. There was just no plan. So it was, it was just, you so know they, what I mean? Yeah, like, they just started. They yeah. just started. And I was just like, well, we're not. We let's have, let's learn more. Are we wanted to learn more about her? You got to build this. You got to build it up. You also have to like the scene in which the reverend is explaining how hard it is to do this journey alone. We need that scene before they're looking for her. We need them to. We need her to be like, I got to go. And we need somebody to be like, do you understand what you're the task you're about to undertake, it is 100 miles from here to there. You have no you have no food. You have no water. You will be in the elements. If it rains and there's a torrential downpour, you could die. Like, you won't be able to sleep. They're going to be on your tail. There are dogs that are going to come after you. They won't lose their scent. Also, the, you pass out. Like, you, she passes pa- out. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, then, and then on top of all this, you pass out. Like, and he says that at a moment, like, you're going to wake up and they're going to be around you. Like, you need somebody to go with you. And she decides to just go on her own. But the thing is, because that speech came in like 
after she was already gone and we already saw that they were looking for yeah. her, it was like she was just down the street. That's the thing. That's what it felt like. like it felt like uh, she was just down the street. And I think that that's that that was my issue that I brought up before with like where like this we had no context of space and where things were and how long it took they to all, get anywhere. Because when they got to the bridge, it was like, wait, but so then, how also, long was she running by the time they got to this one bridge that is apparently the only, the bridge, only bridge across this river? The bridge did give me one of my favorite conceits of all of media. Woman puts on hat, oh is God, man now, I, and I, everyone sees them as man. I... That's my favorite conceit in all Guffon. of media. <laughs> I screamed. But that's that's later in the film. Yeah. I mean that that was a that's like a Shakespearean device. Exactly. That, and it old. just it just made me utterly cackle here. Like I want to know if that's real. Like I her mean, I, I mean her Navy no sailor drag that um Cynthia did yeah. on the docks of Philadelphia, good. I've been like it. young man, come over that. here. Yeah. But when they gave that Octoroon a hat and said you're the stagecoach <laughs> driver, and he was like, Martin's boy, go on through. And I like I thought it was slightly clever because like yeah she like her 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 slave master fathered her so she resembles him but no the casting is she she the casting was a hard no (laughs) you can find a a strong jawed girl out there you can find a strong jawed girl and you can find a paler i I will say when i first saw her in the night when i first saw her at night i thought she was i thought she was white like when she first ran out on the thing and she was like, take me with, wait, take me with you. I was like, is that a white woman? And then I was like, oh no, it's not. Now that was at night. I don't, yeah. I don't know. In the broad daylight, yeah. you can kind of see that that person's on the that, one bridge in Maryland. Mix. She had a hat on though. She, yeah, she was. I'm hat saying, on. I feel like y'all are missing the yeah. fact that she had a hat on. She had the hat she, on. She, she did have she the hat. hat. I she was talking like, she kind of like, you know, put her voice down a little bit. <laughs> Now we skipped a whole bunch of stuff. We did because, but I do have to say before we, I, I really wanted the movie to start at the preacher's monologue and like explaining the intricacies and the dangers of like the movie opens and it's just you're gonna be alone. (laughs) Like the movie starts right there and you're like, what? Oh shit! Like, give me the popcorn. Like, you know what? Here's another way to do it. If you want to start with the dangers of slavery, start with somebody else running away. You start yeah. with somebody yeah. else running away yeah. and getting caught. Guys, are yeah. we writing a movie? <laughs> are we rewriting? But the, you know what I mean? Like, yes, there is a way yes. to make us yeah. feel heart, how thumb, hard thumb, it is thumb, to yeah, run thumb, away. From like, just, it's not. It's your not heart it's, should it's be easy. beating out of your chest. It's, you should yeah. never be laying back. Like I've seen the story before. We yes. should understand why the sister is like, "I'm not going." Are you kidding me? No, we're gonna get caught. Yeah. I'm gonna die. Like, I can't I wanna, do it. I want to see like dead bodies along the way, or like warnings from other like slave masters with like. Maybe I don't actually want to see that, right. but like well, just we, to just to give levity you don't to have what to, is happening. Absolutely, because you don't have to see them actually get dismembered or yeah. anything like that. All you have to see is the fear, and then the person getting caught, like yeah. a dog coming and just rip, like or doing the person. Like you know what I, I mean? Don't have to see the dead body, but like there's a moment where Harriet's trying to cross you know, through long grass or something, and there's a bunch of flies, and she walks over to uh, the flies, and she's is scared because yeah. that's you, a dead body. You know, I they did have it. this in, in 12 Years a Slave. Remember in 12 Years a Slave where he tries to run away? 
He tries to run away, and then he sees another dude get caught. Okay, well, this happens in the movie. So in Twelve Years Slave, he he tries to run away at some point, and then he like he kind of gets lost, and then he sees them like catch another black man who's running away, and he gets so scared that he goes back and pretends like he never. And they were like, "Where were you?" And he was just like, "I was." uh," And they're like, and he pretends like he wasn't trying. He wasn't running away. Just do that moment in Twelve Years a Slave again. Just do that moment. But I mean, like, I just want to see that. You're absolutely right. I think the movie ran like the moment of the, in the movie where I was like oh man was when they first catch her on the bridge because they catch her she's right there and you're just like well damn she got caught um then we how's she gonna get talk out talk and conversate she's pretty, pretty, for and five as she's minutes like, as she's like creeping up to the thing and I'm like now I'm sorry you don't shoot him because it's now, your property but you you can go grab her you, you can grab her because I look I and I just I hate when this I'm like look Harriet Tubman really did escape in real life. And maybe she almost got caught a bunch of times, too. So I'm okay with you showing some ingenuity of how she gets out of here. But if your thing is the ingenuity is just that the person who's chasing her is a freaking idiot and, like, literally thinks he can just talk her down instead of just going to grab her because... There's no way she's faster than him. Like, yeah. I'm just like, he can go and grab her and he just never does and he lets her drop and then they don't know how to follow the river down. Like, she gets washed up and so I was like, where... This oh, is the major device of Harriet the film is that whenever a slave gets caught, we actually pause and do a conference call for a negotiation. <laughs> and then once terms are met, we actually continue to escape. <laughs> this happened in that scene. And yeah. then again, at the final climactic scene with her gross, whatever they were trying to set up as a love story with oh, that white God. man. Like, and we're, we're like where she... And I like really, by this point, I was numb. So you have to... Not to jump, but like, was she saying, I forgive you? I don't know. Uh, I don't no, think I don't. so. I think it was more like, it was more like, you're going to die, but you're not, I'm not, you're not going to die by my hands, but you're going to, you're going to die in the civil it's war. It's not I my already, job to play God. Yeah. It's ass like that. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing I buy it. I don't know if Harriet Tubman actually killed anybody. I don't think she did. I don't know if, um, but I mean, maybe she did. I don't know. But it may I, not be documented. But I, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the like thing. I believe like if she had to, she would have. But if she doesn't have to, she wouldn't because she's very Christian. Right. Like mm-hmm. she is very and she believes that she that the Lord is speaking to her. And she like and she says the last her last words, her actual last words is I'll go prepare a place for you, which is what Jesus said to his mm-hmm. disciples. Right. Mm-hmm. So she has like um, <laughs> rightfully so a savior complex like where she is literally saving people um from slavery so she ha- she sees herself as that and therefore she knows that she doesn't need to enact violence when she doesn't have to mm-hmm. but to have that moment it's like it's like for her to here's the thing that guy was an idiot but when she threw the gun down i was like but she would keep the gun like Dump she wouldn't it. shoot him <laughs> oh so are you saying that what you said in your she's mind? not dumb she's not dumb but the movie it made no sense when she dropped the gun yeah. i was mad I but was the like, movie i was why? like she's so resourceful why would she drop a gun because a gun is a resource yeah you know what i mean like i don't i didn't believe that she would drop the gun after she put the not, gun up not to because every she was black afraid person of she saw before this moment she gonna yeah. throw his gun down 
Okay. Yeah. I'm hell for continuity here, but there were so many like faux Oscar play moments where there like, were. and my, my um, favorite, her speech like, to the- my favorite unsuccessful one was in Philadelphia. It's a big ensemble scene and she's just talking. Of the Underground Railroad. It, it has no build. There's no build to the language. <laughs> There's the music cue from the 90s yeah. and it's so boring that actually two minutes in, I like snap up and like eat a junior mate and I go, oh, that's supposed to be Frederick Douglas. <laughs> like, I was happy for seeing this Easter egg. And then I was also mad that I didn't get the appointment. Because yeah. like, Wait a minute. That was supposed to yeah. be for yeah. yeah, the, the person, you know the person wait, she said she said to but him. But he was in the other scene too. He was. He was. And she and you knew it was Frederick Frederick Douglas because she was like, some of y'all done got too important. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Okay. I'm so upset. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite thing. Uh, I felt like I felt like uh, I was like, oh, that's Frederick Douglass. But then because they never were like it's Frederick, Frederick Douglass, I was like, well, then no, it's not. And how <laughs> annoying like, to do a film about the Underground Railroad and to like not even like name yeah. check. And then yeah. Frederick Douglass just gets the side eye for one of those. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. So like you, you just threw shade at Frederick Douglass yeah. and he's in that wig that like almost made me not even un- identify him. And also... <laughs> It would, it would, if we know who, if we know definitively who he is and we even have a conversation between them, it doesn't take away from Harriet. It would just build her up even yeah. more for her, for him to, for him to be like clearly a very well-educated, important figure. And then she's like, she doesn't know how to read, but steps to him with some knowledge. I'd be like, damn, like Harriet, what? you know what I mean? And that's, and that's like a black antagonist like thing that they didn't have to create. They didn't. Like, right. you know what I mean? Frederick Douglass is real. We know who he is. We're not bored by seeing him. Like, no. Like, but I don't want to see when that, I mean, and it's even just the casting of the black bounty hunter. Like, the, like it's just like the fact that like, as a black man of size and of dark skin and like obviously my demeanor and type doesn't necessarily make me a one-to-one for that type Mm -hmm. of work but like still I it's my body and so just to be like oh you're putting uh, like that black man into that position like I think it could have I think it could have been even more effective with like an Lakeith Stanfield type but she did that with her son already so she had to like get a big you know a big lug and I don't know that's just it was just so harmful whereas like we could have had a compelling compelling dramatic scene of what you're saying of just Mm -hmm. like using the gift of what was there use the gift of history and stop using the trash of fiction that's my Amen. note. Um, Amen. Did I say this already? Did I tell you that you were right? She didn't. When she first went in real life, when she first went back, it wasn't for her husband. It was for her. her you didn't say. Him. Ding, ding, ding. So Corinne when she Wells. first went back, it was for her family. It was for, so it she was for didn't other family by members. accident bring family back. Oh no. She went God. to get her family. On accident. <laughs> God, I mean, yeah, God, that's what the film mistakes. purports. The film that, was like, oh, I guess I'm taking more people. Wow. I, I came back here for dick, but I guess I'm going to have my, <laughs> my cousins instead. Oh we don't know what a slave Well, like I like. said, it's like, remember, the first time she left, the first time she escaped, she went with her two brothers, but her two brothers just got scared and left, which honestly would have been incredible to see because then uh. we would see why they got scared why they go back and how how strong it, of a person she is yeah. to keep going forward and going. That no, builds I'm, her character. It builds her character so much. But and God then, forbid. God forbid we built uh, her character. God. Also, they keep asking they her, said, who uh, are you with? They said her trip back to Dorchester County wasn't her first rescue. Before her return for her husband, she rescued her niece, 
um, and uh, her niece's two children in Baltimore uh, with the help of Bowley's free husband, John. Um, it is true that Tubman would uh, occasionally have to pull her gun on the very people she was helping so that they wouldn't turn back and give them away. Uh, right. So that's what you were saying before. was like she pulled her gun on people not to be like, you got to... Um, like come with me or else it was just like no if you're gonna if you get captured you're gonna give us up which made sense in that in that one scene where they actually go and wade through the water right like mm-hmm. where she pulls her gun on that dude and is like you're not going to the bridge because basically it's like you're gonna go get captured and then you're gonna tell them where we are yeah and if you use that moment correctly it undermines sort of like the like you know, magical Negro, like mystic quality, like the mammy, like help everyone quality that people would like describe to her. Like, no, this is a practical, strong woman yeah. who can take care of herself. And like, they kept alluding to it, but I, I wanted, I, like Cynthia Revo is so athletic. I wanted it to become athletic, even like in a way that because it's, I wanted, it could have gotten expressive. It just seemed. She could have climbed a tree. I would have been happy. I would have yeah. been happy to see that. That would have been there good. There was just yeah. no action. There was no, no action. action but there's it promised no, us a, a hero movie. There's no evidence that Brodus has hired a slave catcher. But according to a few historians whom I reached out to, it's not entirely impossible that a what is this sentence would have been black. Unpack the the grammar of that sentence. <laughs> so no, it didn't exist. But, but saying like we have no proof that it existed. But if we it, really really wanted to, <laughs> it's but not it's possible. Like, well, the absence of evidence is not Call the back. evidence of absence. <laughs> that's a that's a Samuel Jackson quote. All right. <laughs> From Pulp Fiction, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the question of brain damage or God. Hmm. <laughs> well, that was a funny Which moment one? when he wrote when he wrote potential brain damage. Yeah. Like our theater chuckled for sure. But it was like it was like the thing is, if you don't believe in God or if you have no spiritual being, and a person's like, I see images from God, you're like, oh, you have brain damage. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> But the thing is, I really love that scene. Like, I really liked that actor that hurt the, the director's son. Apparently, like, he... Because at first you were just like, what's happening? Like, why isn't he... He sees exactly where they are. Why isn't he doing anything? Mm-hmm. And then later on when he sees her again and he's like... He was like, you know, seems like you you can talk to God and God listens. I have a lot of things I need to say. And I was like, oh, like that. I don't know that he had, there was just something. He's a good that, actor. Yeah. We'll kind of call him a good actor. And they wanted to set up that he was a bad guy. They put him in a coonskin cap. I can't even deal. <laughs> I can't. It was just so, it was just so tonally everywhere for me. And then he wasn't the bad guy. Of course it was big, big Brutus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just knocked, knocked, stomped. A lot of head, out. a lot of head injuries here. In this movie. Because he, he got shot in the back of the head. Um, Harriet got hit in the head with whatever. And then um, Janelle Monet got stomped out in yeah. the head. Homeboy's eye. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A lot of head stuff. I liked the scene where they were all telling the story. <laughs> I liked that scene. <laughs> I liked that scene where Leslie was writing down the stories of all those black. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. That's important. But. They also kind of montaged several escapes. Yes, I liked it, but I hated the fact that we didn't. We yet again 
just didn't see any escaping. We and it saw, went we from like nothing. It went from like you know we saw the numbers right, which was kind of a cool device to have. Like <laughs> like I don't know if they would have actually done this, but like like put up like, like it's keeping a, score, like keeping a score. Yeah. Like here are the numbers of people saved. Here are the numbers right. of people lost. Uh. And she writes nine and zero, and you're like, damn. And if you know that her real number gets up to around seventy, if not more, you know, like. It's like, okay, well, then she has a lot more people she's about to save. But then we see it in the montage. Mm -hmm. And then even the Canada thing where she's like, I'm still going to get people from there to Canada. And we still don't even see like the extra hardness of that with the Fugitive Act. And you know what I mean? I was just like, we could have had several scenes where there was real cinematic tension and real hardship whether it be The Revenant or any other movie where people are just on, like, people are being Struggling. hunted. Yeah. Human literally. versus nature. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. literally, these humans were being hunted, and we don't feel the visceral reaction of that. Yeah. Which is crazy. And the, the strongest visceral reaction we feel is General Minnie's death, because it's brutal. It's so brutal. She was so gorgeous in the period clothes. The singing, I get what they tried to do, and they tried to keep it really, like, you know, historical. Like, how would how would Harriet sing? But mm-hmm. as a gay person, I think that she should have, like, there should have been a moment where she sang down a little bit. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, even if it was just for herself. Like, mm-hmm. people who sing, you don't always sing you know for work which was her mm-hmm. slave saving you know mm-hmm. we only saw her sing at work mm-hmm. we saw her roll up and be like go down Moses <laughs> <laughs> and I was I just wanted to if you have Cynthia Revo playing a character who does sing I want to have her vision honey like why like just the visions were wasted like they sing were. baby girl they were Those come on were so wasted That's I don't know true. yeah there were again there were like there were pieces of it like I do like that they were that they had the songs and like kind of were showing how they use the song as code that That was Mm -hmm. cool you know what I mean like true this is true you hear that song but the thing is that's historical and that is historical and there's something about (laughs) there's something about I don't know I can't even explain what what it was that was missing but maybe it was just the frame maybe it was just the editing and the framing of it it's like you could cut to people like real, like just people in uh, working in the fields, but like really like live in that in like real time, like people working in the fields and like and like wh- whispering or whatever or talking, and then you hear that s- sound and somebody, one person stops and yeah, you know they walk really over, cool just like and they like they kind of hear it, and then maybe another person hears it and they look at each other and they look maybe afar and they see a white person way out in the distance and not not there and they just and they all start singing and then they nod and you know Russian and then you all the you know what I mean like you could just yeah. do that like yeah. we have the ability to do that yeah. and instead there it's was just no done nuance like, in this movie just like here it is and here it is yeah mm-hmm. and no that the quick editing like and we're score. begging for, I, I think we're just like as like four black people sitting around a table yeah. like loving art we're like begging for this nuance so yeah. like we're happy that the film is gorgeous we're happy that you know, it is a film that, you know, a kid can watch with their grandmother, yeah. which is what Cassie's intent was. If maybe that yeah. explains some of the awkward choices. But right. she wanted, you know, PG-13 story of this 
person. And again, to just like be, I'm going to throw another Which chip I, in their court. I guess it, I get. But... I saw her do a talk back afterwards, the screening, and she did say it was a hard shoot. So maybe there was meant to be more. Um, right, nuance. And I just and... looked; their budget it was only seventeen million, so okay. it was very small. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, for instance, like the her and the river, it's like, how did they not have that? And I guess just maybe they just didn't yeah. have the budget. They for didn't it. have it. Yeah. Because yeah. seventeen million is really no, it's not. It's pretty it's low nothing. for a movie of this the scope. Size, yeah. yeah, the scope like, of it, costume drama. Yeah. yeah, that's cheap. But like, cut the cast in half, truly, <laughs> and just make it about Harriet in this journey and that's it like it could be a single cam like i just want to see the superhero movie yeah. that i was promised I was like promised. I, I just could, don't I know could, why that yeah i could see like two hours of just that first journey yes like just yes. just her her yes. brothers they trying to they <laughs> you know yeah yes. yeah because that's so much has so much more tension not knowing if it's like the first or the last one yeah. like yeah. we know she doesn't know what she's doing we know that she survives we yeah. know that she's gonna be safe like so like the tension of like what we movie that we watched wasn't there but yeah. like having one contiguous two hour yeah. real time excursion. Like watching like night bleed into morning, like crossing like the border, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right from Maryland to, to Delaware, Delaware to yeah. Philadelphia, like that, Not, like that's yeah. just so full and and could be just so even that and, even that moment, like the moment she crossed, I was just like, <laughs> she jumped. Okay, that's cute, but no, that's. Uh, <laughs> I I'm I've growled a lot on this podcast. It's just really it's so frustrating. The one thing I liked about that moment because I do b- agree that it was very lackluster is was the like sort of it being so small. It was like yeah, that was the difference. You're yeah. over here. <laughs> that means you're free. Yeah, you're over here. Nope, you belong to this. But like, they could—they could have—they could have filmed that so much better. Like 100%. looking at, like let's see her feet take that yeah. single step just into freedom. Just a shot of her feet. A shot of the angle is like from you know from her right or from her left. You know, so we see profile and we see the crossover. That'd Guys, be beautiful. We need to direct this movie. Here, this was my thing because Br- Bray was talking about. You know how they didn't show anything and they showed the like, but we did see like that they wrote the nine on there, right? And then at the end of the movie, they, at the end of the movie, we see the text on the screen of like, and also she led these armies and yeah. she, and then we see 150 the people and she, you know, and she saved 750 people left at that, right? And it was like, that's what I just read was so interesting. It was far more interesting than anything I had seen in the last two hours, right? And before seeing this movie, the only way I took in Harriet Tubman was by reading about her. Yeah. So I'm going to this movie to watch some amazing stuff go down. Don't skip it in montages. Yeah. Don't. I. Yeah. I think they they like made this movie. um, It's like they they took what they knew from a history book and made fan fiction. And we're like, let's pretend no one knows who Harriet Tubman is and summarize it all in one movie. And it's like, that's not what we need. That's not what anybody wants. Uh, <sighs> anyway. Fan fiction. 
That's what it is. Like, I, and I hate that device of summarizing a person's accomplishments at the end of a terrible. movie. I mean, come Tur- on. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Well, show you got us. it. You Your got job it. is to show us this. You got to you gotta summarize. Uh, yeah, you got to have a biopic. You got to yeah, do a based little. Based on a true story. You, you got to do, do a it, summary. But it's still tar- it was terrible that it was so interesting, though. That it was literally like. Yeah, you can be wow. like. And she, also, she this was, shit happened. She what? Was the, oh, she was one of the, one of like a handful of women to lead a freaking army raid where the fuck is that movie <laughs> her running niggas i want to see that yeah in the camp yeah it's uh, like what the fuck you and then they showed black. they showed she's a black woman you almost said queer she's she's <laughs> she's a you black queer. Well, that scene, gonna, that scene when a, she got into the bathtub and Janelle Monae was like, I was like, mm-hmm. the color purple. <laughs> I was like, Sugar revives, uh, go off. And I was like, wow, if, if if Harry gets a little bit of tenderness right now, I wouldn't mind to see it because she yeah. she got utterly played by her man. So played. Yeah, the I, it, it's interesting. I wonder what that the actual story of that was because they did set it up like she left him. <laughs> She did. Because she straight up just left She him. did leave him. That's what, um, that's what they say in this. That's what they say in this movie. <laughs> which is like, which is probably their attempt at being feminist. Being but like, like she I'm wasn't saying like wave. he wanted to go with her and then she just left him. And then. Oh, because cause he was free and he was, he was, yeah, he was slowing her down. Because they're like, they want, they want you and I can be faster. Well, he, well, the reason that she gave was like, uh, I don't want you to lose your freedom. Because if they catch you, then you're going to lose your freedom. Yeah. And I want, I want, it was like, a, I'm protecting you kind of thing. Uh, but then she was like, actually, I do need you. So I'm going to come back and go get you. Um, and if he truly thought she was dead, I don't know, a year. A year is no time. A year is no time. But I, I the thing is, a year is no time for us. I don't know, man. A year in a freaking slave south. That might be a long <laughs> I mean, for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like, but, but, you, you know, you ain't got any joy. <laughs> like, there's no joy. But he was free and he married, a, he remarried a free woman. Like, not to say that his life was great or anything, but like. Think <laughs> 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 wait a year. Like, you know, even if he thought she was dead. Like, the, the juxtaposition between, like, his reaction and, and her mom's reaction. Like, her mom lost her mind, essentially. Her mom was thought she was uh, an angel. Yes. The angel of death. That could be Vanessa Bell Calloway. That was a great mm-hmm. beat. <laughs> a, a really charming yes, beat take of me, a take film. me. <laughs> want to see oh, my nose? Oh, yes. She said, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here, please. Let's oh, go. Take me now. <laughs> uh, but, like, for him, like, he didn't even grieve her. Like... That's no well, we time. didn't see him grieve. That's no Mm-mm. time. He just wanted to get his dick wet. That's yeah. All. <laughs> all right. I have a little more compassion for from my man who thought his wife died. Daughters, yeah, you know they they cut they cut his eye up. You know he thought she was dead. You know. But then again, he did say I did get word. So it was like, how long did you wait? I don't know. Was it a year? That's, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know how long he he waited. Um. Uh. But she did leave him. <laughs> she did. She did. Um. He was. He was standing outside that gate for hours. Yeah, for hours. I'm like, because Yo, my I man was, was like, like, my man just didn't realize it until it was yeah. night. He was like, I don't think she coming. 
And then he decides to walk away as a horse rides up. Well, yeah, what? He didn't, was, he didn't duck uh, behind. There was some cinematic license with that. All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, dear Hollywood, um, you can end the antebellum cinematic universe. Yes, you can do it. We did, we did Harriet, so we we're good. Uh, no, I want, I want phase. <laughs> what phase are we on? Now? You, want, you want phase three? Phase. <laughs> you want phase, phase three? Like we gotta phase be phase four and phase. Yeah, we way up there. People I need phase twenty five on the ACU. Nah, we 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 good. Um, people all right. want meant to own right, people. Uh, we do, uh, the, uh, the one thing that I want to oh. talk about. Yeah, what do you need? Because like mm-hmm. while I was watching this movie, uh-huh. I was like, wow, like this is like it seems like because I've seen the pictures of Harriet Tubman. But then I saw like the way that they did this in this movie. She's more done up. She like looks a little bit different. You know, they're kind of like she's a little bit more picturesque a little bit, you know. And I was like, oh, wow, that's very interesting that they're like sort of taking what we would expect and then sort of changing it a little bit. You know, it made me think it's a little bit like in Gemini Man when 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 Will Smith is playing, you know, because when he's playing his younger self, they like do something. They have to like do something to sort of make him to present him what? in a light that's just a little bit a different. Stretch. It just it just, <laughs> made, it just it just made me think about that in Gemini Man when they do that. It, it definitely didn't make you think about that. Oh, no, no. My God. <laughs> it's time for the cause. It <laughs> no, it didn't. It, we rate and review films not based on how much we liked them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. That's our rating okay. system, okay? So if we feel like it fully helped the cause, mm-hmm. we give it a black fist. Feel yep. like, you know, it's someone helped the cause. We give it a white palm. We feel like, sure do. I don't think this really helped the cause at all. I don't think this is going to help the cause of more leading black actors on highway. We don't give it anything. All right. So on the count of three, we got to raise up our, oh, our ratings. No. Yeah. yeah. Remember what it? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> One. Oh. Two, no. three. Okay. Wow. Okay, we got nothing from the guests. We got two nothing. <laughs> and Larry is nothing dead staring at me because I gave it a black fist. And I and gave it a white, white palm. palm. All right. I mean. Yep. Wait, am I going? <laughs> I think you have Okay, well, to. the reason I gave it a black fist is because, you know, I mean. Cynthia hasn't been leading too many movies yet. She was like kind of, you know, she was co, she was like a supporting actor in the other ones, and she gets her first leading so, film. A question, just for clarification, when we're talking about black actors in Hollywood, this is across the board, like British Cro- and American. Wow! <laughs> Absolutely, uh, honestly, the cause is how you see it. Right, oh, right. No, That's a great question. No, the cause is how you that see was a deflag. We haven't. Black Americans. We, we haven't. Stated. We haven't specifically talked about this. The cause is how you see it. Um, that's a real. That's real. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love to be know. in a Steve McQueen film, so I'll I'll include Black Brits. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, I love to work with him. I include yeah. them. You know, okay. um, it helps. Um, I do. I do. I do feel some type of way about British Black actors playing slave, and I'm sorry, antebellum. Right. In the antebellum cinematic universe. True. We do have a couple. We got Chibatel. Yeah. We got Cynthia. We yeah. They they coming. They coming in and doing it. Um, it's, I feel like there is this terrible stereotype of American actors as like not refined enough or, or, you know, skilled enough in the actor realm mm. that we don't, we don't get those nods. It's like, we're put in those supporting roles in mm-hmm. those films. 
um, in a way that is like sad. And it, it's not nothing against the British actors. No. It's just like they're and, great. They're truly yeah. talented people. And to be fair, it does happen with white actors, too. Mm-hmm. I think like in terms of like, you know, you got you have a lot of British white actors who are given bigger parts but because there are more white actors it's okay <laughs> yeah. and there aren't as many of our yeah. being roles yeah, there are so few there's so few plum yeah starring roles right yeah um so that said i don't know i do think like um a lot of people got credits in this film and maybe it'll help people out in their next thing their next go arounds i don't know how big this movie will be uh but it is like a you know you know i don't know Oh, oh, they watched guys. it in school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they watch it. It replaces so. Remember the Titans. <laughs> as <laughs> a high school movie. Yeah. Or Glory, uh, which I watched, <laughs> which is stars Matthew Broadway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and supporting. Oh, yeah, we watched Glory, too. Glory was what yes. we watched, too. Yeah, Glory. We watched yeah. Glory. Um, I mean, I gave this a palm because um, I focused pr- just on the money aspect of it like it didn't make a lot of money true um and then uh, and then i also just generally think that the movie isn't helping because i don't think it's i know we don't do it based off whether or not we like the movie but uh, the movie just not being good i think is was a problem (laughs) i think that's that's just a problem the movie not being good is didn't make any money because it wasn't good and and i don't think that it's going to really help for those reasons. I do think, like I mentioned Aria before, and like this is Cynthia's, I don't know, this is her first like lead movie, but um, it's great that she got this opportunity. Um, I know that she's a, 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 a British black woman. So there's, there, I, I have issues there and I have issues too. Like, like you were saying, Corinne, like I, like, you know, uh, Selma and like between Selma and this movie, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and then all the end and 12 years of slave, yeah. and, uh, yeah. all the ones you can think of, yes. the last, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I have an issue with that too, but it is nice to see more black faces on screen regardless. And, um, and, uh, that young guy's going to be great. I mean, I know he's, he's doing other stuff too, but he just shines so much in this, um, uh, so, you know, looking forward to what happens to, to those careers, um, but I couldn't give it a full fist. Yeah. Um, I didn't give it anything <laughs> um, because uh, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like it, especially amongst like um, having talked to other African American people who have seen it, um, we have been like, nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think like this movie's not doing well in the box office, and it's not going to do it's any not. better. Um, so I don't think it was a step forward for mm-hmm. anybody. Really, we do have a higher bar now. It's 2019, man. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Yeah. We do have a higher bar. We ain't as thirsty as we once were. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, did you get phone? No. No, for me, I'm just looking forward to this new decade yeah. of films. Yeah. I'm looking for younger um, filmmakers to be given their first chance. You know, yeah. it's been too long be nice. since Casey's first film, uh, Eve's Bayou. It, yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's yeah. been a while. And this, this, It seems like she made this alongside Eve's Bayou. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. It truly does. And so that's my hope moving yeah. forward yeah. that young black filmmakers have the chance to tell these stories, historic, original, otherwise, just with um sort of the daring, audacity, truth um that we that we bring as audience members as well. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right. Well, uh, it better be nominated for like five, ten <laughs> Oscars. And if it's not, I swear. Woo! Yeah. If this doesn't get thirty I mean, Oscar yeah, Jay, nominations, Jay Edgar got the nom, so that, <laughs> oh, you know okay. what I mean. And that's true. And yeah. there it is. Yeah. Kind of what I opened. You with. know what I mean? It's like if they snub this movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they still give a nom to so a bunch of other these like just all you completely do generic biopics. Costume as a white person, and they're like, <laughs> oh my, oh my goodness, oh, game over. <laughs> Judy Dench in a costume, yeah. done. So um, yeah, Meryl Streep's Meryl Streep was <laughs> as, as great as she is. She was not. Favorite, like, and I, as for Iron Lady, which that film is whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, truly, just some truly but it's whatever. Historic, films. and she did it. So <laughs> nomination, and we expect the exact Remember, same thing. Yes, uh, the post. How post, that yeah. movie about a newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> just immediately, just uh, surefire nom. Uh, yeah, surefire nom. Uh, we need the same. Uh, yeah. Please. Uh, it doesn't have to. Please win, respect so. our. <laughs> our mediocrity is well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, we are fighting to yeah, be mediocre that's, that's, a, that's the point we can also be mediocre and yeah. get awards all right it's truly it truly is the crux of like a large part of my platform is like we will not have equality till we have black mediocrity yes, yes. Black people should be so like i'm like not mad at yeah, anybody I'm not mad. No. like yeah. i took what i could get and but the best <laughs> thing that i got from this movie was that at the screening that I went to, there was a bougie black family behind me, and the mom was like, "Oh, I'm excited for this. I love Janae Monell." <laughs> and you can't write that. You just can't wow. write that. Wow, God Janae bless Janae Monell. Yes, and she was right, and that's actually her new name now. You <laughs> can't Monell. say that other thing anymore. Um, thank you too so much for yes. for coming on. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find if me you like to be found, that is. on. <laughs> Here's my address um, uh, at charity underscore Corinne um, on all social media uh, and you know uh, go to any show at UCB and I'm probably performing <laughs> that look it up <laughs> any show I'm Larry Owens I am Larry Owens live on all social media platforms please follow me I need 10k followers in order to complete to continue living in to the new decade and wow. I host a podcast on Forever Dog Networks called What Makes You Sing. Subscribe. Okay. Uh, you can follow us at Black Men Podcast uh, on all social media platforms. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website mm-hmm. where you can find links to our merch, yeah. find links to our Patreon. Um, also, uh, it is definitely it has now been announced. Uh, our show, Astronomy, Astronomy Club, Club. <gasps> Astronomy Club, a sketch show, Yay. will be uh, on Netflix yes! this December, December six, baby. Oh, that's the day after my birthday. Oh, what a nice birthday! Yes. yes, happy birthday, Corinne. Friday, Yay. December six. Binge it. Log on to your Netflix. Yeah. Watch our Vote show. Vote with your dollar, bitch. And when they ask if you're still watching, say yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Um, you can follow me at John Braylock, John Braylock.com is website. I'm at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy. Oh, CorinneWells.com. Yes. I love it. I don't it. have a website. Okay. Um, interesting. I need to get, you know, mm-hmm. um, if you write a review, uh, Ooh, who is it? Uh, we will read it on the uh, air. This is uh, 
Kendra underscore eight. This insight matched with the comedy is great. John with transitions cracks me up. Oh, thank you. Gerard with the unfiltered realness. Appreciate it, brother. James with the Hancock delusional but i enjoy it nonetheless wow, that was rude all in all i rate this <laughs> i rate this a black fist and wish you success at all of your future uh, all your creative adventures p.s now that tyler has his new studio can we get a review on one of his good movies <laughs> why did i get married with janet and jill or the og diary of a mad black woman with kimberly elise maybe on a patreon episode i do i do we did i haven't do that? seen diary of a black of a mad black woman in a that? while no we haven't and i said this I said this the first time we did the first Medea movie because we did. Oh, right. Boo is our first one. And I was like, this is a little bit unfair because I think Diary of a Matt Black Woman, I think there is there is goodness in that that you can understand why he became what he was. There's just that part in Diary of a Matt Black Woman when he just starts quoting Color Purple. And I'm like, what? It's is happening. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. um, one of Tyler Perry's good movies is going to be my epitaph. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last one, Age uh, Patrice. Uh, I love seeing uh, movies. Uh, this is a fun yet enlightening podcast which explores great themes that make you look more thoroughly at each film with a black actor in the lead. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, next week, what are we reviewing? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We, we don't know yet. Don't All know. right. Whatever. Come tune in next week. All we'll right. See you later. Bye. Peace. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.